What is up, everybody? Mark on the mic here, Mr. Ryan Muckenhern across from me, and I believe first time guest, uh, second time, second guest, time. Actually. What did we do before? God. Uh, it was a Favorite Guns podcast. First, oh, my first gosh. Guy. It was so long ago. It feels like the first yeah, time. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Uh, which is crazy. We got Damon Zito. That's who That's your, who you can hear right now. Damon, you are a uh, big-time outdoorsman. Yes. I yes, feel sir. like the podcast, even today's, which we'll get to the topic here, which is going to be duck hunting on a, on a budget, uh, waterfowl hunting on a budget. I feel like, honestly, we've had you on, like we're having you on now, we had you on before, but very fringe of actually like, a lot of the really cool stuff you do. Big hunter, big archery hunter, big trapper. Yep. Like anything I, feel- I can do, essentially. Anything regarding animals, the outdoors, anything I can get my hands on, I like to at least try it out. And if I don't like it, which hasn't happened yet, then I don't do it. That's a, so it just keeps adding up. <laughs> that's a lot of hobbies. I feel like you could just start with trapping and that just like then you just know you do all the other things yeah, too. Yeah, I was telling it you. It seems to be that way. Yeah. Like if general. you've gotten to trapping, yeah. Like Everything else, you're doing all the other things too. I was telling your wife that you are the Dosakis man of Vortex. I, I'm the, curious to see why that, how that adds up in your mind. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> is okay. this like kind of when we we're talking earlier when you found a rap song researching chainsaws? No, it's just the Dosakis <laughs> man was the most interesting man in the world. He is the most interesting man in the world. Damon Zito is the Dosakis okay. of Vortex Optics. Copy that. Yeah. Copy that. Nothing he can't do. You want to catch a 72-pound beaver? Damon Zito. That's the guy you go to for that? That's correct. All right, gentlemen. Well, talk is cheap. Hunting, in general, is not cheap. And that goes for really kind of all types of hunting in general. But there are some things we can do to save some money or maybe things on the surface like waterfowl hunting. You look at it and you're like, oh, my gosh, dude, like I'm trying to hunt geese. I, I, I don't have enough money for, a, you know, 500 decoy you know 500 count decoy spread full bodies buy the trailer get the lease all the things right on the surface it seems like the most expensive hunt the rabbit hole goes deeper than most other rabbit holes you could you could dive down into for sure it does but you don't have to you don't have to dive that deep to go Mm -hmm. and i think i think for a lot like if i was to look at it from like social media from the outside in i'd be like Maybe not for me. I saw one this weekend. Uh, they had... But that's not true. Right. They had a, a 3500 series pickup truck and a trailer that had three side-by-side ATVs on it. And they were going to shoot mallards. That was a lot of stuff. And maybe it was like terrain prohibitive, like you couldn't walk there. Maybe. That was a production. Yeah. Sure seems that way. What, uh, Damon, let's start with you. Like what, I mean, you do, do a lot of waterfowling. Yes, sir. Like what would you say is like, you know, the baseline, a person goes, you know what, I just want to, I may not want to go on both feet, maybe I want to dabble, like a dabbling yeah. duck, Ryan. Mark. In fact, the best tasting of all. Uh, there you go, right? Just dabble. Groups. I disagree, yeah. but go ahead. Uh, I guess in terms of what you're going to need, you're going to need a shotgun. You got to shoot the birds if they're going to come in and you're going to be calling it hunting and that, you know, picture taken. Um, and that shotgun doesn't need to be anything fancy. Um, 12 gauge is probably the most advisable. Ducks can be pretty tough animals. So trying to start off with sub gauges is kind of an exercise in futility, I'd say, but, um, you can certainly get it done. It depends on load selection and all that. Shotgun shells. You don't need to go fancy. Something non-toxic, obviously. Steel shells. Uh, I forget the name. Real Royal Blue Steel. Very affordable option. Very great shell. Kent Fast Steel, another great one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so shotgun ammo. 
Um, in terms of what everyone wants to know about decoys, it really doesn't have to be anything fancy. Yeah. Um, I think Ryan mentioned it earlier. Craigslist is a great great place to find some blocks. Um, you don't need more than a half dozen in most scenarios. Mm-hmm. A bag, a decoy bag full of six with a stool and a, shot, a shotgun over your back, and you're in good shape. Duck calls, another rabbit hole people want to go down. You do not need the fanciest call. If, in fact, you're starting out and you're brand new, you don't need a call at all for the most part. Um, it might it might work in your favor 100%. if you're not blowing on that thing. Though. Absolutely. There's I, a there's a kind of an exception to that if we're talking about waterfowl in general and not ducks. Geese tend to want to be called at to some mm-hmm. extent, um, and that's not to say that you want to hammer on the call all the time, but they tend to want to know you're there. Um, so just getting the rudimentaries of a goose call down would probably be pretty beneficial to you. Um, but other than that, the best call you can have is water movement, in my experience. So one of the cheapest things you can do to call in ducks is set up what's called a jerk rig, which is basically just a string with some elastic that you can clip your decoys to. If you've got those things, I mean, a half dozen Craigslist decoys, there's $12 right there. Your shotgun you already have in your in your gun cabinet costs you nothing. A case of shells, which for a beginning hunter, honestly, is only, it's going to run you 180 bucks and it'll last you a long time as a beginning hunter because you yeah. won't be popping rounds like crazy. Um, and then a jerk curtain, which you can make at home. Yep. A set of waders. I, I guess I forgot about that set as of well. well. Which yeah. honestly is probably the most arguable of all things. Like how far do you need to go into that route? Right. And we were talking before the podcast a couple of days ago about interesting means of retrieval. Mark and I had convergently evolved our now means don't of retrieval. Dip, don't dip into our okay, next Mark, podcast. Okay, next. Okay, forget. We'll edit that out. But uh, go, go into it. How about instead of waders, a fishing rod? And like a nice three-inch spoon with a treble hook on it. See, I'm going with a floating plug. Okay. Just drag it right over the top. We're talking, we're talking about fishing rod duck retrieval here, by the way, it, it, which so is you like don't somewhat, um, you don't see it very often. No. I did it out of necessity because I never had a dog. Yep. Uh, n- never a ton, but, you know, on certain pieces of water, it, it, it can, uh, can work quite handily. It beats a swim. It beats a swim. It does beat a swim, and I've done that. Me too. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and say that I think waders are pretty much a necessity. You're generally gonna be if you, let's say we're, we're talking at least I'm specifically talking water water hunting here. Sure. It's gonna be um, oftentimes mucky, not always, uh, and you might have to wade to get to your spot. Decoy uh, retrieval alone is probably the decoy most decoy retrieval, decoy pudding wader heavy part, yeah. Yeah, you know, so I'm going to go with a, a, a set of waders there. But like if I was to get into duck hunting today on a budget, I mean I'm basically going with exactly what you're saying. I mean, um might up it to a dozen decoys depending, definitely not a necessity, but and uh I'm throwing in uh a polycarbonate uh double reed uh, duck call, easy to blow, easy to make duck sounds. You know, go on YouTube. You're going to get the basics down. Sometimes it's, it, it can be helpful. You know, you're trying to draw a little attention. And, and also just experiment while you're out there, too. See see what works. Or if, or if you know, the ducks aren't coming in, you know, try, try and grab their attention. And it's just, it's, you know, they're fun to blow. It makes you feel like you're doing something, at least. Mm, my, sure my, my good buddy uh, said uh, the, best, uh, the best waterfowl conservation tool ever made was the duck call. <laughs> I think that's fairly true too. Yeah. So I was, you know, and, and you can find some good stuff on, you know, Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, things like that. But however, so I was doing, trying to do a little bit of that before the podcast today, and I was coming up kind of empty. Like I was seeing like kind of beat up used decoys for sale for not that much less than new decoys. I was looking at some 
pretty shabby waders that honestly, like, you know, you guys know waders, you've worn waders, they get worn, they get holes. You know, I'm all, I'm wondering why is that guy, why is that guy or gal selling those waders? Because they got holes in them. Because they yeah. got a hole in them. 100%. You know, I'm probably going new. So I made a little list here. I made a, I made a list here. I'm making a list in my head while you get your list. And this is for example, um, and I feel like actually the list corroborates with, uh, with what you guys, Ryan's always filming. He's going to get my password. (laughs) The sound of the keys typing. Also, also I'm not hooked up to our printer, which is why I have to do these digital printouts. Did they, Um, did they disconnect your access? Probably. No, it makes sense. Probably for my excessive printing. So I've got a, uh, I got a dozen uh, green headgear pro grade XD series mallards. He went with the pro grade. He did go with the. Pro I was grade. thinking hot buys. Mm. Oh, those hot buys. Yeah, I forgot about those. Oh those man, the, do they still have those though? I hope so. I'm gonna tell you the hot buys are great while you're getting up there. So hot. okay, so here's the deal. I'm not necessarily not sparing. You know, this isn't the cheapest of the cheap here. Okay. But, it's, you know, some of the stuff is pretty good stuff, and then I kind of scaled back in some other areas. So we got the decoys. $219.99. Oof. You know, chunk chunk of change. Yeah. Uh, uh, as Damon mentioned, I went with the pump. I went with a Benelli Nova. Good call. $399. Yep. Uh, really assorted polycarb uh, double reed, uh, you know, duck calls here. I got the Primos uh, Yo Sista. I have that call and for, the little uh, Susie for twenty six ninety nine. Yeah, the Primos winch actually makes yep. a pretty darn good duck Great sound call. too. Yep. Um, and uh, but there was dude, there was a lot of them, rich and tone. Yep. I mean, there was a lot, and they're all between that twenty six and thirty dollar mark. Um, I didn't even go for the lanyard. Put it in your pocket. Okay, you got a pocket. All right. right, you got a shoelace. You got a lanyard. That's right. There you go. Uh, this is where I scaled back, and this is this is hard for me to do. You know I like the finer things in life, Ryan. I've got the, the Hodgman McKenzie cleated boot foot brown waders, $65 new. Yep. Uh, I think they're pr- – okay, I haven't used those, but they are um, – uh, it's a heavy-duty denier PVC-coated nylon. So they're not going to be breathable. They're going to be lighter weight, I'd say, than like a neoprene waiter. And I guess why I went with that style of waiter is um, I'm talking like more, you know, September through November type time frame here yep. where you can layer underneath mm-hmm. those if you need to put some heavier clothes on. If you don't want to wear them in, maybe you're hiking into a hole or something like that. You can roll them up. You can roll them up and yep. pack them. So, um, and, uh, and they're 65 bucks. Um, now for your decoys, uh Went with the Avery XL floating decoy bag, mostly because it fits a dozen or more decoys, and uh, it's got uh, a good backpack strap yep. system on it. Yep. Which you know, absolutely. Looking at this from the perspective of like, I'm not gonna have a boat. I'm not gonna have a dog. You know, like yeah, going with that. And I think you'll be surprised at the total. Like I said, we didn't necessarily not. It's not the cheapest of the cheap. It's not the cheapest of the cheap. Uh. You gotta you gotta hang you gotta have a way to rig your decoys. The GHG GHG Greenhead Gear Keel Grabber Kit, forty bucks. It's your dozen weights. It's your it's your lines. It's all the things. Uh, it's gonna get them going. And then uh, you know uh, Damon mentioned a case of wa- uh, waterfowl ammo. I just kind of broke it down by box here. So I went with the the Federal Premium Speed Shock uh, twelve gauge, uh, three inch number fours. That's kind of a, a I like three inch fours for ducks, uh, sixteen ninety nine a box. Okay, and that's like yeah. 
that's not like none of this stuff that I mentioned here is finding a deal, right? Sure. Um, you know, other camo or clothing. I don't know, man. Your dark brown waders, if you're wearing those, it's covering most of your body. You look like a log. Throw on an earth tone top that you might have around the house. Yep. You know, some heavier clothes, jacket, whatever. You're good to go. So I didn't really get deep into like the apparel side of things. Like you, absolutely, you, you can make do. So with that list, what do you get? I know you, maybe you did some mental math. What do you think that is? Uh, with the gun included? Gun included, all Ooh. of them. $789. $680. Okay. So now it's, now it's like anticlimactic. 828 is the math that I, that I worked out. But to think about like, oh, I'm basically geared up for a brand new sporting activity for under 1000 bucks. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. That's Absolutely. a lot. That's a lot of entertainment value right there. Oh yes, it is, and I think you can pare that down quite a bit. Um, again, a lot of people have a shotgun already in their cabinets, ready right. to go. Exactly. This and is like square one. Absolutely, stuff. and you, a lot of folks uh, like to swing toward the synthetic side for side of you know stocks and uh, basically furniture for your guns, and it's not necessarily needed. If you take care of that uh, after your hunt as soon as possible, uh, that wooden stocked 870 you got in your cabinet is going to do you just fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say the point of the really the point of this podcast is like to encourage people to not be discouraged yeah. by, you know, like we talked about, like on the surface, you go, man, that is a monumental, daunting task. I don't I don't have the money. I don't have the funds. I don't have the time. I don't have the room. You can enjoy multiple duck hunts for not that much money here. I, I think another part is, too, is, is we may have the perception as consumers that if you're not running the best of the best of the best of the best, that somehow you're not going to be successful. And I think if you talk to a smattering of waterfowlers, whether they're goose, diving duck, or puddler duck guys, uh, and you do like a gear audit, aside from the huge outfits that are, are running probably guided hunts and things like this, like I'm thinking like true backwater duck hunters, you're probably not updating your decoys to the fanciest fully flocked version every single time. We get back on um, hot by from from Avery uh, uh, or GHG, excuse me, the uh, uh, decoys. They were I think thirty nine ninety nine or forty nine ninety nine. Back in the day, they might have jumped a hair yeah. recently, yeah. but good decoy, good looking decoy. Yep. Um, when when I was waterfowling a lot and I was much much more poor, uh, we would just take them with some black and white spray paint and we would make diving duck decoys out of them. Sure. Because they were less expensive than the diving duck decoys, and you got them in a larger quantity 100%. than the diving duck decoys were. Um, and we killed a lot of ducks. We killed a ton of ducks on yeah. those. Um, and, you know, the, the shotgun thing, I see a lot of people racing to the top from that, too. And it's the gun you shoot the best. That's the best gun to use for it. There's, there's not necessarily an inherent advantage to running a semi-automatic system. Pump gun, like Damon said, would be just fine. The Nova you selected, brilliant gun. I've had a Nova since 2003. Works great. Well, and um, I feel like if there's any, and I'm an autoloader guy. I've sure. always shot autoloaders, you know, occasional pump, whatever, borrow a gun. But, um, so I love an autoloader. But also, we're talking waterfowl hunting here. Yeah. If there was ever a hunting activity where you're going to beat the heck out of your firearm. It's this one. It's, it's this, this one. one. Yeah. So, yes. you know, like you can get away, you know, like that. That gun's going to be like, you know, like using a hammer. Yeah. You know what I mean? You it's can, like taking your white tail bow. You don't go bow fishing with that. It's going to end up strings coming off the cam. Some horrible thing is going to happen. Yeah. You take your whatever shotgun you love the most. You don't take an air, family heirloom out there unless right. that's mm. what it, it's been used for by your grandpa for generations, and it's already beat the heck. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, 
We should go waterfowling, Ryan. I agree. We were talking about it the other day. Yeah. Maybe we all go together. I saw some ducks this morning. They've been flying around. They have. Yeah. Geese have been just honking away. Man. I know. It's yeah. kind of killing me a little bit. Yep. Uh, because I think that's open too right now. It is. The early season. This is September. Early if you're teal. listening to this right now, yeah. we are living in September. It is. Early teal just closed. Yeah. Did yep. you get out? I did. How'd it go? It went okay. They yeah. weren't really around yet. Honestly, okay. this push that we just had, this nice north breeze, I think yep. if you were out right now, you'd be... Uh, Very duck weather. You'd be in, in some serious duckage. Yeah. Yep. That being said, we did find them and we did we found a few. Yeah, yep. I'm not shocked. Yep. Ryan, did we did we miss anything? Um, maybe we should talk about how fun duck hunting is. It is. Oh. It, it is. And, and full disclosure, I haven't killed a duck since 2013, and I, it used to be the driving force of my life. The sun rose and set on duck hunting, and I I'm, I miss it, and it is arguably the most fun. Well, maybe if we get out here in the next uh, couple weeks when it opens up in the month of October for mm-hmm. us now, it will rekindle your uh, duck hunting spirit. One thing I will say, and uh, it's probably ad nauseum now, is I w- went to the extreme of investing heavily in equipment, and I found it nothing more than excessive. And then as I got better at it, and I found that actually the spot has more to do with my success than than my equipment did. I got smaller and smaller and smaller in my setups, more strategic, more specific. And if I could go back in time and undo all the mistakes I'd made in investing frivolously in things I didn't need, yep. I'd have been way ahead. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I'd say the other reason, or um, very good. Um, one reason why, at least I feel we focused a little bit more on like water hunting yeah. for ducks. Like you said, smaller spreads, less gear. And less likely to need like a lease or be like, yep. or get that, get maybe per, perhaps that difficult permission, like, oh, they're using this field, they're on the X, I got to either have the lease yep. or do the thing or get permission from that guy or, or beat this guy out. I mean, waterfowl hunting, like, I'd say one thing, it can be really competitive. So, like, if you are trying to get to maybe like a, a known hole or a popular hole, like, it can definitely be competitive from a get there early. Sometimes guys are getting there days early to camp out on the hole, you know, hold the hole, things like that. But um, the kit that we're talking about here is more like, I'd say, like smaller water, Yeah. get back into a spot. Maybe it's a, you know, a back channel off a major river that has ample public land or thing. you know, like yeah. there's ways to get around yep. it a little bit. With, highly with some highly effort, mobile. Yeah. With some effort. Yeah. Highly and highly mobile. mobile. Yep. 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 100 yards of dry ground between you and your duck spot when you park the truck. It's a it's a barrier for a lot of people, sure. especially the folks who don't know that you don't necessarily need a large yep. spread. They feel yep. they have to bring in three dozen decoys, and no one wants to hump that in a hundred yards. No, no. I and made so, I yeah. made those mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you're talking to the right guy too here. So, we once carried a um, 14 foot John boat above our heads for the better part of a mile. That's savage. And we would do that time and again because it was a really good hole. Yeah. And then we asked ourselves, why did we have the John boat? Because it was exactly knee deep. but uh well ryan you called it early on i can't remember if we were on air or not we said 10 minutes you said basically 22 minutes i said let's go 19.9 we're actually at 1930 right now but thanks everybody for listening if you got any more waterfowl questions or want to hear more waterfowl podcasts or have different topics you'd like to chat with us about or listen to us chat about and also you know any guests that you might want to hear from let us know. Until next time, get out there, do a little ducking. It may not be as expensive as you think it is. In fact, it isn't. And good luck. Shoot some ducks.
We'll catch you on the next one. See you. Bye.